Hi everyone and welcome to the first episode of the live video escaperooms.com podcast. I'm Tom Parslow and today I spoke to Julia at Haas Escape. I spoke to her about her live video game The Don Vito Investigation. If you haven't played this game already I highly recommend you go and play it but there won't be any spoilers in this episode so feel free to watch this first. So let's get started. Could you just introduce yourself? Um, yes, I'm Julia. I live in Germany in a small town um, and I have escape rooms here since about four years. Um, yes, and I love playing them as well. Ah, oh, fantastic. Yeah, it, it seems like so many escape room owners uh, are also enthusiasts, which is uh, a really, Good really thing. cool thing to see. So, uh, so yes, you've been running them for about, about four years and uh, how long have you been um, doing uh, the live escape rooms? Well, we just started. Um, I mean, obviously, I was just as shocked as everyone else, probably, with everything uh, having to shut down a couple of weeks ago. So this happened like mid-March in Germany. So on, on the 17th of March, we got the info from the country that we have to close down. So I had to cancel all bookings for the live games. It was pretty sad business. And uh, but somehow I had already had this idea, that's a bit funny, actually, like a year ago or so, like what would it be like to have someone in the room and other people from home steering that person? So it's something we had actually thought of a little bit uh, as a concept, but it was more like a weird idea while having some wine in the evening and we never really uh, thought about it any further. And yeah, now with the whole Corona stuff, it uh, popped up again and um, we thought, hmm, actually, why not? It's worth a try. So we spent like two, three weeks um, just trying it out, seeing if it works. And as the test games were looked pretty promising, we thought, yeah, let's give it a shot. And I just opened four days ago for the online games, so it's still very fresh. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's all, uh, I think it's, uh, it blindsided all of us, really um the the speed with it which everything happens can you describe the game that, that you have yes i can do that um it's actually a little bit uh funny also because we have this um one room it's the don vita investigation which yeah. is a very small very traditional room it's actually a room we were planning to like shut down uh, in not such a long time and make right. something else like we have two single rooms and we were planning to exchange that into a multi-room. And um, well, we did never got to do that because we had other things. We made a city game last summer and we made a Christmas room for Christmas. So there were always other things that seemed more urgent, especially since people were still also booking these old rooms. Um, so uh, we also have lots of tourists in our small town. So there's always new people coming. So the necessity of changing, exchanging the rooms is maybe not as high as in other places where you only have the locals playing. Uh, in any case, we had planned to do this, but we never got around to do it. And um, this particular room, as I already said, it's a very um, small room and also not very like, it's not high tech or anything. And uh, yeah, this, actually was a stroke of luck because for this format i feel that it works very very good um because there's not so much getting lost in the process so my thing is uh, because we also have newer rooms with uh, like effects and wow moments and we thought of doing uh, like changing those into an online game but we had the feeling that a lot of the atmosphere and of these these uh, special moments would get lost in the process if people only watch it over video and that's why we picked this room which um yeah it's almost like you're actually playing it i mean there is uh, the difference is not that big i find and that's why it works very well yeah no i'm i'm, I'm seeing that i think quite a lot that um that these older rooms that people were beginning to think of as being you know a little bit past it are suddenly yeah. the best room for this kind of game <laughs> Yeah, so that's what I, I feel and I'm very happy. I actually like my room now better than before sure. because I feel that also um, you played the room yesterday so you know that we have like the game master also having a role and acting and um, yeah, I have a feeling that it actually gained something through this and that it's maybe even more fun than it was before. Cool, yeah, I mean it's it really... Um... The, the narrative works really well um, the, and the, uh, the acting was, was great. Um, 
So, um, yeah, actually, that, that comes on to my other question I had, which is um, what, what do you think about sort of narrative puzzles, the relative importance of them, uh, how they should be combined, that kind of thing? Um, well, I feel, I mean, I'm a person who really likes story um, in games, and this is not even a room where that's very much, um, very much focused on the story. We have other games that are better with that, um, but that's something that I like a lot when I play. And I feel that in this online format, you can um, bring that more into focus because in a live room, you can add story details or like background things, but people might ignore them. People might not even look at it or not understand it. And um, I feel that here you can like point out things a little bit better. You can maybe yeah. force people to read something by just holding the camera onto that article until they read it. Or uh, you can just make small remarks uh, that give a bit of maybe background or feel for the room and for the story. So yeah, I do have the feeling that with these live escape rooms, we have more possibility of actually transporting more of what we would like to transport as uh, designers. Oh yeah, because of course the, the Games Master has such a such a big role uh, in uh, in the live escape room. They're uh, they're taken. They were just before the before and after kind of person, and now you're there for the whole thing, and you're yeah. everything goes through you. So, what what's it like running a game over a video link? What is what's it like for you as the games master? Um, I love it. I, I I don't know how I will uh, what I would say in like four weeks or six weeks of doing this every day. Um, so far, of course, it's very new, so it's also exciting. Um, I like it better because I feel when I'm running games from outside the room, well, time passes quite slow and I also uh, you sit there and sometimes the group is being so uh, blind or I don't know, <laughs> thinking stuff or breaking stuff and you just sit there and yeah, you think, oh God, and you can't do anything. And yeah, you give a clue now and then, but yeah, you're pretty much outside of it. And sure. now, of course, being in the room, um, yeah, I'm actually feel, feeling a bit like I'm also playing, like I'm doing this together with them. I'm also playing an escape room a little bit, even if I already actually know a few things. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, time passes much quicker. It's much more fun. I really love uh, interacting with the players in that way. And um, I also feel... So, so much easier to give very subtle clues because right. um, when you're from the outside and you give a clue, people know, okay, we got a clue. Whether it's a small clue or a big clue, but they got a clue. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And um, being in the room with a camera, I can like just by moving it a little bit slighter to the right and then they maybe see an object in the corner that they just hadn't noticed before and I'm like, oh, what's that? And that's uh, important. And uh, so I managed to um, do that in a very subtle way. So people often don't even know that they got a clue. And that's a very good thing because it makes people feel good. It makes them feel smart. They think they solved it all on their own, which they did. But maybe I just showed them something that they hadn't seen. <laughs> right. So, so you can kind of adapt the game uh, for them uh, live as, they, as they're going and yeah, make it more, suit more suited to them and more fun. Exactly. So that way, um, every group gets what they need a little bit. Like if it's a really good group, I don't do anything. I really, um, I don't lead them. If they look yeah. at something, I just stay exactly there until they tell me, okay, now turn around and look at the bookshelf or so. And then sure. I do that. And with uh, not so good groups, I just automatically, after they solved something, look around the room again and sort so, of yeah. the direction where they would have to do something next. And so I can definitely adapt it according to, yeah, to the group and um, how I see that they are managing. Though I have to say that the group so far were all very, very good. Um, I have the feeling that it's mainly enthusiasts doing it at the moment. So everyone had played like uh, at least 30 rooms. Some had played 300 rooms or right. even more. So yeah, most groups were really good so far. So yeah, I'm waiting to see how uh, it will work with less experienced groups but we tested with those as well and it also works and we managed to also get them out in one hour so it is possible amazing yeah i mean i um i think that just right now because of where people are hearing about this it's uh, it's all the yeah. hardcore enthusiasts at the moment uh because they're they're looking on the facebook groups looking for their next fix um but um 
but I think this is, these things are, these games are a lot of fun and um, people are, are at home and uh, starved for, for for social things to do. So I think once people start realizing that these these games exist, you're probably going to start seeing a lot more a lot more inexperienced players, maybe maybe first time escape room players even. Yeah, that would be exciting. I would. I had one group uh, in my test players that played for the first time. Wow. They really loved it, and I just thought afterwards, "Geez, if you like this, imagine how you will feel when you actually <laughs> play a real room." Because <laughs> it's it's of course very different, but it's still it doesn't beat it. I find. I mean, it's still something else to be in the room on your own and solve things and touch things and open stuff. So I mean, it's not really a. Um, a replacement like yeah. that or a hundred percent a full replacement it's just something different but it's also fun and i have the feeling that most people who played are just pleasantly surprised by how well it works i think the expectations were very low and that's good <laughs> because then everyone was like oh that was actually fun and of course as soon as uh, yeah like if the expectations are high it might uh, be different i don't know but um so far people were pleasantly surprised yeah, but uh, you know, I mean, this is people are people are just looking for things they can do from home, and yeah, this this compared to a lot of your other options is uh, is quite 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 different. <laughs> yeah, it sounds sounds like you are getting really good responses from the player. You're saying they're sort of they're coming in with low expectations, and then and then hopefully having those expectations exceeded. Uh, so yeah, what what are you seeing as sort of how people sort of react at first and how they react afterwards? Um. Yeah, well, it's actually a bit funny because when uh, we open this Zoom meeting, so people are joining and in the beginning we have our camera um, um, off and our microphone off and, and actually already in the meeting, but people have the feeling there's no one there yet. So then they, they talk about it they're like, oh, I wonder how this will be. That's a crazy idea. And, and are they really in the room? And are we? So yes, they often don't really know what to expect. And um, yeah, as you noticed yesterday, we also start the game immediately. So we're throwing them a little bit into the cold water. I don't know if that's an expression in English as well. <laughs> but yeah, so it immediately starts and then they're like, oh, oh okay, uh, yeah, what do we do now? But it's pretty intuitive, actually. I mean, I'm in a room and I say like, so where do I start looking? We need to find these papers. And yeah, people go like, okay, look at the desk and then the game starts. And it's actually a very low barrier, I find, and also for even for players who haven't done rooms or many rooms, I think it's pretty intuitive what you have to do. Yes. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, in the beginning, I actually did like the classical introduction, explain the rules up front. But then I realized it's not necessary. If I send an email and write the few things that they need to know before, then I can just start the game immediately. And that works pretty well, actually. People are enjoying it. And um, we don't lose so much time either in the beginning. So it's a bit easier for us also to manage the like the time slots with cleaning up and everything right yes and, yeah yeah so that works pretty well for me yeah because no, I, I guess you don't need to tell people uh not to uh not to break things anymore exactly <laughs> that's a big pro in terms of just practicalities are you finding that people are turning up on time yes very much so we didn't have a single group that was late there was one group um of I think um, like three devices where only two of them were there and one was missing. And um, so I asked like, oh, are all agents there? No, one of them is not here yet. And I was like, yeah, well, but uh, we kind of need to get in here because mafia is coming. And uh, then they asked, so could this person just join later if they stop? Yeah. And I was like, yes, of course, every agent is useful. And uh, let's see if you're <laughs> smart with just the two of you. And yeah, I just did a bit like that. And we started the game and after like five minutes the third person joined and then they just updated him shortly on okay we found these two three things so far and that's where we are and then he he could still play along and i was like hey that's actually great i mean we couldn't do that in the live room we wouldn't like just let one more person in or i don't know maybe we would but i guess it never happened because groups normally come together um so but that was actually a pretty uncomplicated way of just letting people who are late still join and i don't know if the whole group would be late um i mean my email says you can be five minutes late and if you're more than that late then we can't guarantee the game but i guess i would still do yeah. the game i would just say okay the mafia comes in 50 minutes um 
then they just have less time and they have to see how they manage. Um, but I wanted to say one more thing. I uh, just uh, uh, got lost. Um, no time. Oh yes, uh, a problem we do have a little bit because you asked, was anybody late? Um, the time zone conversion. So even though we do mention it's CT, make sure you convert. Like we had one player who thought it was five hours difference and it was six hour difference. So he didn't show up for the slot. And an hour later he was like, oh, I'm here now. Um, but it was too late because we already had the next group. But we're flexible there, so I just rescheduled, and um, so it wasn't a big deal. Um, especially since the time was, I mean, for us it was noon, so it wasn't really a problem. Um, but we had in the beginning considered also offering night slots, so that people from the US, for instance, can play at times that are more suitable for them. Um, but yeah, I decided against it because I thought if I have one game that's like 2 a.m. here and then I get up for that game and then people don't even show up because they mixed up times, I was like, I don't feel like doing that. And so I decided, no, we're just going to offer normal German times and people have to adapt to them mm -hmm. if they live far away. Yeah, no, I uh, I think that's very sensible. I've uh, I've booked people in to, uh, to to talk to me before at, at uh, late times, and then they haven't shown up, and yeah, it's not a good feeling. No, well, like, I could be in bed. <laughs> um, have you checked if your booking software can can support uh, showing um, showing different time zones? Yeah, no, it's something we built on our own. It's pretty uh, simple program and it works very good. It's very user friendly, but everything we want to have new, we need to program. And the guy doing this for me is basically a friend who just does it and um, he has other things to do yeah. at the moment. I'm happy he just managed to implement it that people can, I mean, that my calendar has now this online game and slots are different and it's all working. So people just need to convert on their own. I know it would be possible, but it just wasn't high priority at the moment. Who would have thought that your escape room booking software would need to do time zones? Yeah, yeah that, that's uh, all very new. <laughs> I mean, I'm used to dealing with time zones all the time and I've, I've got it wrong once so far <laughs> with the game uh, because um, I forgot that we'd gone into yeah. daylight savings time, but they hadn't in yeah. America. Uh, so I had two games booked with the same people at the same time, uh, but they were at different times for me. And I, yeah, that, that completely threw me. I'd just been, I just said, oh, we'll play, you know, three, three days later at the same time. And he said, yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> luckily, um, I got it wrong yeah. the wrong way. Ah, so so I turned up an hour early. So that was fine. Um, and what sort of technical difficulties are you seeing with, with your players? Uh, are you seeing technical difficulties mm. in terms of connecting to the stream? That kind well, of stuff? I feel that Zoom is a um, pretty good software for this. Um, it works pretty well. The, the video quality is good enough, the sound quality is good enough, or well, as good as you can sort of get. We tried like five different things and um, we also liked that there's no lag. I've played some online games that really have a three to five second lag. And I find that a little bit frustrating. So I don't know. I'd rather go for a bit less video quality and no lag, if you ask me. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so in any case, that's working out fine. Um, one thing that people, some people have trouble with, but I think I will, uh, I, I found a way to um, uh, solve that as well with Zoom, that uh, people automatically are in speaker's view. So they don't see my room all the time, but they see the person who says something. And they don't really know where to change that. But I found out yesterday that there's uh, also something called Spotlight, where I, as a host, can like select that everyone sees my video. Oh. So I'm still also really new to it. So I'm figuring out new stuff every day. Um, and um, so most people manage fine with the software. Um, um, I'm thinking, uh, was there anything else? Yes, well, I had two games where the connection was gone for a moment, and I don't know if it was my internet or right. if it was Zoom, but I was just like suddenly out and had to log in again. There was really, um, I really don't like that. I mean, I'm like, this is not allowed to happen actually ever. But I have the feeling it's, it's not possible to have a 100% guarantee that nothing ever happens. So sure, I'm just yeah. hoping that players are, uh, yeah, um, patient, wait for 20 seconds until I, uh, I'm back or maybe until they're back. Maybe sometimes it was also yes, a player's yeah. connection that got lost or something. 
So these things can happen. Um, it was very, it didn't happen a lot. So I had maybe including the test games, maybe 40 games already or so. And I think it happened okay. twice. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, and I, um, yeah, so I think that I just have to live with. Um, it's of course not a nice moment. It makes me very nervous. It's like, oh my no. God, where are they? And, um, but I most, so the two cases where it happened, they were very relaxed and I was like, oh, you're gone for a second. Yeah, we were wondering, um, so that thing we just saw. Uh, so I had the feeling that they just used the time to like think about the puzzles. And um, the moment I was back, they were like, oh, can you look at that again? Um, so it wasn't, I think it was much worse for me than it was for the players. I, th I think I'm very used to Zoom at this point. Um, I'm very used to video conferencing now uh, suddenly over, over a short time. And yeah, people realize that internet's not 100% all the time. Sometimes things drop out and come back. So I just hope it doesn't happen too often. Yeah, 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 def definitely. Um, and your, your tip about uh, using the spotlights, I think, is a really good one. Um, I've uh, connected to quite a lot of games where, I, so as a player, I can do, I can select pin video, which means that the video just, I, I just get the one person's video. But, um, but yeah, if you, you being able to do that so the players don't have to know that is, uh, is really good. Yeah, because that's what I uh, used to do with the pinning that if they hadn't managed on their own, I just told them you need to change from speakers view to gallery view and then you can pin my video. But of course it's, yeah, if I don't have to do that, it's better. <laughs> And from, I think, three participants, Definitely. you can do this spotlight um, video. So if I only have one uh, one device playing, then it doesn't work. But then I think it's also easier because they only have their picture and my picture. And they can just click mm -hmm. on it and it works very easy. But as soon as there's more participants, then uh, it doesn't do it automatically. And this spotlight thing seems to work. I mean, I tried it out at home yesterday. And it seemed to work, so I will try it out for the next game. Um, so are you seeing a lot of differences between uh, different groups in terms of how well they work together, uh, how, how well they take to this sort of new, uh, new type of game? Mm. No, I didn't find that there were very big differences. I mean, there are some groups that are a little bit um, shy in the beginning, like, okay, so what do we do? And then, like, it takes a bit of time until they actually get used to and there to just give me instructions. But you can see that throughout the game, by the end, they're like, oh, go there, do that. And uh, they have absolutely no problem with it anymore. And there's cool. other groups who are anyway, uh, yeah, totally, I mean, have no problem with that from the beginning. Um, actually, for me, it's more pleasant when uh, one of them takes a bit the lead. It often happens that like one is doing more of the talking and the others just give ideas now and then. And there's also these other games where everyone wants to, they want to be the one giving directions. <laughs> and that can get sure, confusing yeah. at times if you have like uh, three, four, five people maybe on different devices talking to you. Um, it was a little bit yesterday as well. You were also with a few people and everyone was very active. Oh. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Covered something new. Everyone wanted to tell me what to do, <laughs> and um, so sometimes I had to like, okay, maybe one at a time. But and the good thing is that yeah, people absolutely. also realize that themselves. I mean, they realize that if two people talk at the same time, that it gets lost a little. So then players themselves sometimes say like, okay, you go first, and um, that makes it then a bit easier for me as well. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's uh, that makes sense. I, I think um, the slight delay over Zoom uh, makes it harder because something happens, everyone starts talking, and then they realize that everyone's talking. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think that's something that, that we're all, I think we're all getting better at that through through all kinds of Zoom meetings at the moment. So uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, any other tips for for dealing with players and for uh, for sort of uh, pushing mm. them into doing things uh, the best way? <laughs> um. I don't know. I feel that, yeah, what we just talked about is important, like that they try to take turns a little bit. Uh, that's helpful for us. And we will also try, um, I'm having the first group this week, a bigger group. So I had a request from a company, there are, I think, eight people. And they were like, oh, we were going to go on a trip together and now we can't. So we want to do something else. And we heard about your online game, so we would like to play that. So, but we're eight people and everyone is sitting at home. So we'll be on eight devices. And we saw that uh, your homepage says only up to three devices. So is there really no way? 
And um, yeah, I thought about it. My first reaction was like, no, that's way too much. And then I had this idea that um, they could like delegate uh, someone or two people maybe who give the instructions and the others could um, chat. Uh, because Zoom has a pretty yeah, good chat function, especially if you use the laptop, it appears on the right side. And um, so my idea was that um, everyone can contribute to the game by watching and writing in the chat if they have ideas for a puzzle or how to solve it or where to look. And um, the person who's like the leader would uh, like gather stuff from this chat and then give the directions to the game masters and um yeah they were like hey let's try that and they decided to have like teams cool. of two and then take turns with um, giving me the directions i'm very curious how that will work um but they seemed very organized they said they made the schedule like who goes first who goes second so they will uh, independently like right. turn off their mics and turn them on so that i don't have to do anything and they will take turns i'm very curious if that really works and if they're disciplined <laughs> But um, definitely yes. the thing with the chat function can be a way to let bigger groups play without the Game Master being completely overwhelmed by eight people. So that's maybe something also for other owners who thought like, oh no, group, big groups are not possible. Maybe that's a way to do it. But as I said, I don't have yet the um, experience. I have to see how it works on Thursday, uh, how the feedback of the players is. If, if it was fun, if it was fun enough for the ones just typing or not but i could imagine it working great yeah yeah that's um yeah i'll be really interested to hear uh, hear how that goes uh, yeah i can let you know if you want brilliant yeah no that'd be fantastic <laughs> um so uh, can i ask you a little bit about uh, the hardware you're using um uh, what are you actually using to do the streaming and that kind of stuff yeah well it's pretty easy i'm just using an iphone an iphone xr um we first had um, another, an older iPhone, but the um, uh, camera quality just wasn't good enough. The room is pretty dark. I mean, right. we made it a bit brighter now anyway, but now with the, with the iPhone XR, I have the feeling that it, uh, it deals very well with the funky um, uh, lightning of the room. And um, also because it has the image stabilizer, I think it's called. It also right, helps okay. that it doesn't like wobble around too much. What was the older iPhone you were using? Uh, well, we tried it with an, uh, uh, what's mine, um, SE. It was okay, but it just made a huge difference when we got the new phone, um, especially like if you look in darker corners and you really couldn't see anything and I would like have to describe the objects and now you can actually recognize objects. So uh, yeah, we're very happy with, with that phone and uh, we finally also have good internet because we didn't have we didn't used to have fast enough internet in here in the escape rooms, but we didn't need it before. So uh, that also took some time with our provider until it came, until they like changed it to fast DSL. But now, fortunately, it's all working and um, yeah. Fantastic. That's good you were able to get it upgraded as well. I, I imagine yeah. some, sometimes that's hard at the moment. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, it did take it, mm, two weeks. So it's good that really the first moment when we started thinking about it, we just said, okay, we're just getting the good internet. Even, even if we end up not doing the online games, that's it. Well, it's not such a bad thing to have anyway. So uh, then we just decided to do it in any case. And now we're very happy that we took care of it early on so that it actually came one day before uh, we started with the online game was there amazing it was working before as well but now it's a bit more stable and faster so i just feel more comfortable with it yeah and the camera we have um i have like this um it's attached to my body um, because we first thought of like uh something on the forehead but it has the uh disadvantage that i don't see what the players are seeing right and I find it very, very, very important and good that I actually always have in front of me exactly what players are seeing. So I know as I move around that I don't have to like guess, okay, am I now in the right position? But I can really see. Okay. And you're using the one that's kind of like a, a vest with then a sort of a neck coming up uh, with, the, with the camera connected. Yeah, I can, um, I can send you a photo because I, we actually took one for the newspaper. So um, I can, yeah, I can send you a photo. It's like just some straps sort of, and yeah, and the, some things here that you can move. 
Have you got any other kind of hardware you needed? Any any extra lighting? You you mentioned already upgrading the internet, but uh, any anything else that you're doing? Light. I mean, we just um, so there's like this the one up here. <laughs> it used to have okay. like yep. really low watt uh, bulbs to make it like really cozy. Right now it's not cozy anymore, but we need the light. I mean, I I just don't like rooms that are too dark. Also, not in real life. It's like it's me ah so uh i like i want people to be able to see what they're doing so um yeah maybe it's a little bit less cozy but it's definitely makes the puzzling better and the experience better so we just exchanged them with uh brighter bulbs that was all it wasn't really a big deal uh but right okay yeah that's uh, that's a nice and nice and simple yeah, tip and then. also outside <laughs> because i start in front of the door and that's actually a pretty dark space there where people do in the beginning right. and there we also put up an extra lamp so that people can actually see the that i'm in front of the door and see the door handle yeah so sure, yeah. for the rest um yeah just for us it was the thing with the internet because we, it was not just changing the contract yeah. but we needed a new router and uh because the internet is i live above the escape rooms and it's actually of my oh, okay. own place upstairs but then it had to also reach here so we had to also get an, uh, a repeater for it and so that was for us the biggest deal but i think it's something that most people won't have trouble with because a lot of people already have the fast internet so that was just us sure yeah yeah no, that, that makes sense is there anything else about your setup that you'd like to change anything that's uh that you still that you still think is not quite right Um, well, I'm still doing small things like um, um, things that help the immersion that were not possible before and are possible now. Like some things I already did, um, like I know we have this, um, I don't want to spoil too much, but you find some, like some whiskey uh, in between. And in the original game, we just had like empty bottles in there. And I was like, that doesn't make any sense, but I didn't really want to have fluids in the room and the whiskey. Yeah, whatever, obviously. So, but now it's possible. I mean, now it's possible to do those things and actually have real bottles with real whiskey in there and it all looks a bit more real. Uh, cool. Or like yeah, if you yeah. find um, some papers in the trash and they're blank. And I had actually one group making a bit fun of it and was like, why would you throw away blank paper? That doesn't make any sense. And I was like, yeah, I know, but we had to do that because uh, people in the live games would spend half an hour looking at those papers if there's text on them. And then it's more hearing, which we don't want to do. I mean, we don't want people wasting time with that when they don't have to. But now I, of course, have the option of um, making them look like, okay, someone wrote a letter, threw it away. And then I right. look at it and I can say, no, I don't think that's going to help us and put it away. And so it helps the immersion because it's more real, but it doesn't uh, waste the players a lot of time. So these are the kind of changes that I uh, want to still make. And there's a few other of these kind of small things. I'm very happy I could get rid of all the do not touch stickers. I mean, there weren't many, but there were like three of them in the room. And I was like, yay, yeah, 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 I can make those go away because I always hated them, but they were necessary. And right, yeah. So now it's like, no, if they want me to do something which I know is not good, I can just say, why would I do that? Or I don't think that's going to help me. Um, just uh, refuse to do it <laughs> or act as if something is really stuck somewhere, even though it's not. Or, yeah, things like that. Yeah, have you got any? Uh, is there any any advice to someone who's just getting started in terms of what what they should, what sort of hardware they should buy? Mm, I think I'm. I don't know if I'm the best one to give tips on that because I think people are trying out different things, and I'm not even sure that our solution is the best. It's just the one that we like best from what we tried, and we were also lucky that it some things immediately worked pretty well. Cool. Uh, yeah. But I can imagine other solutions also working or like people who have extra cameras that you can like see uh, also a full view of the room. Some people do that. Um, it's also a matter of taste. I mean, I can totally see the advantage of that, like that you get an overview of the room. We decided mm -hmm. against it and not because we wanted to save money or anything, but it was because um, of two things. First of all, the room is small enough and there's not that much stuff so you can mm -hmm. actually get an overview by just looking around one so you don't 
strictly needed. And um, the more important um, reason for us to not do it was the immersion, because as soon as you see me with my thingy there on my phone, uh, then obviously not the secretary in the 30s who's like uh, completely clueless in this office. And um, yeah, as long yeah. as people really only see what I see and they don't see me, then um, that works. And I also don't need to dress up or do my hair or whatever. <laughs> so. Um, I felt that it's actually better with just the like um, first first person view camera. We like that better. Yeah. Um, I think what I can um, give as an advice, uh, just from having played a few games myself now in the meantime, um, do kick out puzzles that are not suitable for this format. Because I I was lucky here. I didn't have anything that was bad. But I feel if you have like a dexterity puzzle or a cooperative puzzle, and it's like, mm -hmm. that's weird. I mean, I don't want to watch the game master struggle for five minutes to fish something out of somewhere or so. That's a little, it just doesn't work as well. So I do think that some escape rooms who are not as lucky as me to have a room that actually immediately works for mm -hmm. this format, um, don't just take it as it is just try to make small changes or bigger changes in order to make it work and make it fun for players as well. And um, yeah, so I think some rooms need a bit of change in order to work. And I mean, we also made changes, but there were small changes and uh, some rooms might need bigger changes, um, but then you just have to do that because I think it's frustrating for the players to do puzzles that they yeah, where they just have to wait a very long yeah. time or which are obviously meant to be done with two people and then there's like one game master running mm -hmm. around trying to do both things at the same time and it doesn't work. And yeah, so that's um, that I find is a pity then. I already asked you, I think, about the streaming software. So you said you're using Zoom. Yeah. How did you choose that? Okay, well, we tried, I think, um, yeah, we tried... Zoom, Skype, uh, WhatsApp, uh, Jitsi, I think it's called. Um, and then we also looked into like streaming things like YouTube or Twitch um, a little bit, but there were like uh, either some barriers, like if I understood it right with YouTube, you need like thousand followers to be able to um, stream something. And with Twitch, if I'm not mistaken, as I understood, um, you can't really do private meetings. I mean that it's always public. I'm not actually sure about that because I didn't look into it myself. A friend of mine looked it up, but he was like, I didn't find mm -hmm. a way to do it, to really make it private. And I don't want just anyone right, logging yeah. in. It's not really how I want to do this. I mean, it's really private bookings and they should stay private. And um, so that's why those two things uh, fell out. And then uh, with yeah. Jitsi and Skype, um, we felt that the um, yeah that the quality with the Zoom was a bit better, the video quality mm -hmm. and FaceTime was pretty good, but it's just for Mac users, so that was again like too limited. And um, yeah. WhatsApp actually worked pretty well, but um, we didn't like that you can't use it from your uh, laptop because the web version of WhatsApp cool. uh, doesn't have video, so it would only be people playing yeah. from their phones, and I don't think playing from your phone is yeah that good. So Zoom was the way to go. And yes, of course, people need to download the software. So there's a small barrier, but they don't need an mm -hmm. account. So they don't need to register. Uh, they only need to click on the yep. link. And that I find is pretty user-friendly. And um, a lot of people now already have it for other reasons. So I think it's getting really popular. So I don't know. For us, it was the way to go. Of course, I uh, also heard now the last few days there were was in the newspapers about uh, privacy issues and yes yeah uh, yeah so i actually had one person booking who received the booking confirmation saying that they need to install zoom and she wrote back and asked to cancel the booking because she didn't use that but oh, well. she also wrote if there's any other way to do it then we will be happy to play so i just called her it turns out she, uh, they have a, a mac book so i offered to do it over facetime and she said like oh that would be awesome so uh, we're doing the game it's today actually um so yeah we'll cool. see i think it should work pretty fine over facetime and uh yeah so we actually are flexible also if someone would say oh i'd rather skype then we would of course say yes but i didn't want to offer five options uh in the booking system because 
this gets confusing and also for us then so many platforms and uh, yeah i prefer yeah, to go yeah. with one thing but it doesn't mean that i can't make an exception if someone really can using something else i think most players don't care and would be very confused if you asked them so i think it's i think it makes sense to to pick the one that works works the best that if people people don't can't or don't want to use that to to let them have another thing yeah can i ask a few things about numbers starting off with the the pricing uh, how how does your pricing work it was a super hard decision um how to price this it's really uh, i think it's the thing that i spent most time thinking of uh, just because um there were these two aspects like on one hand i have the same or similar amount of work with it because i still need a game master working i still um yeah okay we have the 90 minute slots instead of 120 minute slots so that saves me a little bit so if i really have to compare it i can say okay maybe an online game costs me a little bit less um, than a live game, which seems to be different for everyone. I also heard of people who are thinking of implementing it and had the opposite problem that they need two people instead of one because they need an actor in the room and someone triggering stuff um, from the computer. So right. it could actually be yes. even more expensive, which I find really problematic then. Um, so, yeah, let's say for me, it's maybe a little bit cheaper um not very much but a bit and um on the other hand i felt that i can't just charge what i charge for a live experience because it's just not the same and i was i don't know i felt that people would not be willing to pay the exact same amount so i felt like it has to be right. less but it can't be that little that i don't earn anything on it anymore i mean that of course good. so um yeah i Basically, I made my decision by talking to people. So I had test players and I asked them, so what do you think? How, what would you pay for this? Or what do you feel I could charge or not? And um, yeah, the opinions were actually pretty similar. It was not, there were not very big differences. And they basically all said, okay, it has to be less than a live escape room. Uh, but don't go too low. So yeah, in the end, um, my live rooms uh, here cost between 60 and 90 euros um, a game, and the online game costs 45 euros. So it's, let's say it's 15 euros less than the cheapest version uh, with a, a two-player game. Uh, but of course, because you can play from up to three devices, so let's say if three people play from their own homes, then it's uh, 15 euros per person. And that seemed like a fair price. Uh, so I thought, yeah, I can do that. And 45 euros is yeah, basically the minimum I should take. And I thought, yeah, more would be better, but I was afraid that people won't book it if I charge the same as for, for normal rooms. And um, actually, I'm now happy with these uh, requests of bigger groups that I had, because um, then I thought, okay, if I do this, I can also charge differently. Um, sure, yeah. My decision was that from more than five devices, I would just take 10 euros per device. So now if a group of 10 is playing, I actually earn 100 euros instead of 45, which is obviously much better with the same amount of work. And for them, it's a really good price. So I find 10 euros Absolutely, yeah, is yeah. like awesome. And maybe I could have even done a bit more, like 12. But now I just um, decided that way. and. I mean, if it really gets very popular and very full, I can always raise prices a little bit. But um, yeah, so far, I think it's fine. And also, I'm of course hoping to maybe have more bookings, like for instance, during the week, because for us, it was always weekends were very full. I think it's probably for a lot of owners that way. Yeah. And Monday to Friday, like, okay, but not that much. And so now I'm thinking if, um, yeah, people play from home and maybe also play during the week. So maybe we just get more bookings in total also because of course people from all over the world can play and not just the ones who are here in our small town yes yeah um, yeah so then maybe it's okay to have the price a little bit lower if uh, i generate more income from a higher number of bookings cool. that makes sense but of course everyone is uh, free to do it how they feel and i've seen games that are way cheaper i've seen games that are more expensive so i think it's yeah everyone's just trying to find their way at the moment i mean there is not really Absolutely, yeah. Uh, for me, it was really hard. There was nothing to compare to. Like, I found one game in the US and they were like $49 for 
I was like, oh, that's good. That fits my 45 euros. That's about actually about the same. So yeah. uh, that made me feel good. And in Austria, I had found a game that uh, started at 45 and then it got more expensive per device. But it was also so like for one device, it was 45. And I thought, okay, that's so it's not, I'm not doing something completely wrong here. So that's, yeah. It's early days at the moment and um, people have got to work it all out. They've got to work out what's sustainable for them. They've got to work out what people will pay. Yeah. Can you share um, how many games you've had so far? Um, well, we had first weekend, so we started Friday evening, and I think I had uh, 10 booking, oh, bookings in the weekend. I think I had like two or 11, two on Friday, five on Saturday, and four on Sunday. Yeah, 11 bookings. Great. But I have to say that I also blocked slots because I was like, okay, I, can't, I don't want to do more than five games on a day, especially since it's so new, and I don't know with the tech if something happens or... So I was like, okay, um, I need to, so I actually blocked the rest. So I don't know, maybe more people would have booked if there had been more free slots. <laughs> um, yeah, now during this week, I think I have also about 10 bookings so far, but over the whole week, um, there's not that much in the weekend yet, but I think it will still fill up because I have the feeling that people are booking much more spontaneously than with a live game. Yes, yeah. At least in Germany, people are like, booking four weeks in advance, six weeks in advance. They're like, okay, it's birthday, and then we're going to an escape room. So it's something they really plan. And I feel that these online games are more like, oh, shall we try that tonight? And people see, okay, there's still something available. Um, so there's more short-term bookings. Um, so yeah, I'm very curious how coming weekend will work. Fortunately, I have one game master trained now as well, so I'm not alone. Um, but she only does German games because her English is not that good. So um, I'm hoping also for a few more German bookings because so far it's been, if I have to estimate, like 80% English speaking. Well, from outside the right. country and maybe only 20% from Germany. I know that sounds like it's it's very much to do with just where where these things have been shared so far. You know, there's lot, lots of people talking about it on the Facebook groups, yeah. uh, Escape Room, Slack, that kind of place, those kind of places that probably skews it all towards uh, English speaking people and probably towards uh, American American audiences as well. Yeah, but Americans are such nice players. I have to say I'm so thrilled about it because um, it's just so nice. They're so nice. They're like mm. very enthusiastic about it. They're super friendly. They're always afterwards like, oh, that was so awesome. And I don't know, I feel that uh, for me, it's more fun doing the games with them. I mean, German people are often a bit more, I don't know. <laughs> you know? Uh, and uh, it's like, I don't know, often at the end, also during the game, they're not so, um, yeah, the interaction is a bit drier, I find. And at the end, I'm always wondering, like, did they actually like it? Because you don't feel it that much. And they were like, oh, yeah, that was fun. And I mean, I believe them because they probably wouldn't say it if it wouldn't be true. They would be honest. But um, yeah, you don't get that uh, vibe that much. So I'm actually very happy about people from the US playing my games. It's very fun games. Yeah, it's, it's, and it's amazing that that's now an option. I guess yeah. uh, that's, that you can now have an escape room in Germany and have people in the US deciding they're going to come and play with you. Yeah, and I have to say, uh, so the bookings I talked about in the weekend, there were, I think, three mm -hmm. or four from the US, but I had one from the Czech Republic, one from Estonia, one from uh, Jordan. Amazing. Um, so, yeah, I was like, geez, there's people from all over playing my rooms now. That's so cool. And some of them are escape room owners, I have to say. So um, I think both Estonia and there were guys from Prague who played, who were owners and just wanted to check out, okay, doing research basically. Mm -hmm. um, but I also enjoyed it. So yeah, I was very happy about that because of course I'm thinking uh, people who either played a lot or are from the business are also maybe a bit more critical. Um, but um, yeah, I got positive feedback. So I think I'm doing something right. Great. Um, are you thinking of opening another game so that you can get repeat business? Because I, I know that certainly we, we'll, we'll book another game for, with you if you have one. Mm, I'm, of course, I'm considering it, but I'm unsure. So I will, uh, of course, it depends on how it goes. Like if really a lot of people play and everyone was, goes like, 
when will you offer your next game? You want to play another game? I will yeah. consider it, but I really have to think very well about which other of my rooms uh, would be suitable. And I think all of them, all of the other ones would need changes. So it's a bit more work than here. But if I right. see that yeah. it could be worth it, then I might actually go ahead and start working on that um, to adapt them. Cool. Because I really feel that one should do that. I mean, that you should really adapt them that they work and not just put a camera in there and say, okay, now you play my escape room. And then it's like, I know there's like, puzzles that just don't work or or as effects that yeah don't that you can't transport so i think i would need to make changes also with one room that's uh that um, is more high tech where we also trigger stuff from our um game master's control room basically but there my colleague said that he could probably um, program it in such a way that we have like a trigger thingy in our pocket so that the actor within the room can do it remotely and so and I don't know when people say the right word or do the right thing then they mm -hmm. can just click in their pocket and then the thing that has to happen happens so that's something that you could do but of course it's a little bit of work so I just have to see if it's uh, if it's worth it and uh, but yeah could be cool of course to have more let's see it also depends on how long this corona business lasts so um, if we actually are allowed to reopen in let's say May then I would prefer to focus on the live games again. Um, of course, yeah. I don't know. I think that this room I could imagine still offering online. I mean, to keep this um, this online room, but I would probably limit the slots to unpopular times because on Saturday I'd rather have real groups in here. Uh, but maybe during the week or so, I could also offer it for people from far away who still want to play. So, yeah, let's see how it goes. <laughs> What kind of escape ray are you getting at the moment? Oh, well, we're um, actually letting everyone finish. Um, we didn't do that in the live game. I mean, we tried to help people get out in time, but there were always groups that just where it was <laughs> impossible. Yeah. Um, so there were always groups who didn't make it. But um, so far, all groups got out and we also, um, we don't have, I mean, we had considered making like a fail ending. Like, I don't know, that you hear gunshots and the mafia's here and the doctor falls on the floor and you see the camera and then the end or something, game over. Uh, but I don't know, I feel that um, in this format, more than in the live game, it's important that people make it. Um, and okay, yeah. Also because if they don't, they can always blame me for being slow and I'm doing it themselves I'm doing it for them and then if let's say they ask me to do something and I just need a moment and then they'll be like oh if you had been faster we would have got out and I don't want to listen to that so uh yeah I'm just making sure everyone manages in time and it's it's possible and as I said you can give very subtle clues you can give maybe a bit clearer clues um and everyone got out in 60 minutes so far I think people enjoy winning yeah and also the differences in times are actually smaller so the fastest group was like 42 minutes or so uh even though i mean people played like uh yeah like sarah dot played with right. the team and i mean it's like okay I played 1500 rooms now i'm playing yours so i was like super yeah. nervous about that game <laughs> and they also needed 45 minutes because it actually um it takes some time you just can't be faster like with a few people in here mm. if you work very well together if you spread out in the beginning then you can be super fast and with me doing everything one thing at a time it of course just takes some time so um it's just yeah. i think the times will always be between minimally 40 and let's say and 60 minutes and while before in the live games we did have good groups that got out in half an hour it just was that way because uh, it's not a very, uh, it's not a super complicated room. It's not a very big room, but 80% of our players were like beginners or only had played one or two rooms. So for them, it was perfect. Sure. And if we really had a group that played 50 rooms, yeah, then they got out in half an hour. But I'm actually happy that it doesn't happen anymore in this format so that people actually play, cool. um, uh, yeah a certain amount of time between 45 and 60 minutes yeah
Yeah, it's like it's good and made for this. I'm I'm really lucky. It's <laughs> really Do you see live escape rooms as being a thing that outlasts COVID-19? Do you see this as being a, an actual trend or just a temporary solution to the problem we have, problems we have right now? I can't tell. I'm very curious to see. As I said, I would probably just um, keep an eye on it and see are people still booking this after it's all over? Or do people say, okay, now that I can get out of the house again, I'm definitely doing live escape rooms. Absolutely, yeah. But on the other hand, um, I mean, people, depending where they live, maybe they already played everything in their area so? and they need to travel like three hours to get to the next escape room. And then they might say, oh, well, then I'd rather do one in Budapest tonight yeah. uh, over a stream. So I don't know. I think it could also work afterwards. Um, just wait and see. And then I will also decide if I keep this or not. It also depends. I mean, if we actually change this room into something else, then of course not. But if I see that it yes. works and people keep playing also after all this is over, then why not? I mean, it's a cool thing. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I can certainly see myself playing more of these in, in the future, even, even when I can leave my house again. <laughs> um, and one more thing that I just thought of um, is also yeah. like people with disabilities, for instance. Uh, I'm sure yeah. you've also thought of that aspect. And I think it's uh, very interesting. Absolutely, I mean, yeah. I haven't had it yet. But I'm sure there's people who normally can't play escape rooms because they don't have the physical possibility, and now they can. Now mm -hmm. you can sit at home and play a room. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, where do you see these kind of games going in the future? Uh, do, you, do you see them as evolving in any kind of ways or any kind of things you can see coming? Mm, well, what I was thinking, and I was also talking to some other owner, I don't remember who it was, who was saying the same thing, was like, Oh, I actually feel like building an experience, especially for this. I mean, that it's not mm -hmm. like you take one of your existing rooms and adapt it, but that you make something with this uh, audience in mind. I mean, with being played online, especially for that. And I think that's a very interesting thought because I think if you really build something knowing this and this is what I'm making it for, then uh, yeah, you can do a lot of stuff a bit in the direction of what I mentioned before with the whiskey. Um, so things that you yes. normally couldn't do because people would do the wrong things, people would break things, people would waste a lot of time with things that don't mean anything. And right. in this format, you can, yeah, you have much more options. So I think it could be interesting. So you can do stuff that you couldn't do before, I think. And it could, I mean, people are very creative. So I can imagine owners coming up with cool stuff to do uh, as an online format. Amazing. Have you considered having uh, some kind of inventory system so that people can see the items they find as they go through the room? Yes, um, we're not sure. I can totally see the uh, advantage of this, um, but I also feel that it breaks the immersion a little bit because I want them to be there. I want them to be there with me and do things with mm -hmm. me and not switch on their phone or tablet or something between uh, the room and an inventory. And I don't know, I felt that um, this room doesn't have that much stuff that you can't deal with it. I mean, that it's like too much, that it's right, overwhelmingly yeah. much, that you forget everything, or that it's things that you need to look at very closely more often. I mean, people just mm -hmm. tell me, oh, can you go back and look at the picture once more? And then I do that. And we also have that time. I mean, if I would feel, for instance, that the 60 yeah. minutes are very tight um, and that it would save people time if they would have the objects and could look at them at, at all times and then it would go quicker, then also that would be an argument um, to do it. But I don't know. I feel that there is enough time to just look at things again and uh, people can take mm -hmm. notes. They can write down stuff. And the only thing that I am considering um, after talking to you yesterday is to place the things more together, like that I have really space on okay. the desk. So maybe that will be my inventory, that I really think yeah, more organized sure. so that people, when they say, okay, so what do we actually have? That I can just, with mm -hmm. turning my camera once, show them all the objects again, and they're all in one place. And then they can tell me, okay, uh, zoom in the book or whatever, and then they can check that out once more. So that might already be a little right, bit yeah. helpful and also discard stuff that I've already used. 
like people will also do in the real rooms. Uh, but yeah, I need to get used to that because it's of course you have so much on your mind, you need to the stuff, you need to interact with the people and then if I also have to watch out where I place things, that's a, like extra uh, duty. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, I think it's a matter of practice. So I could probably do that, that I have um, yeah, a fixed place for all the items that are all gathered and then it's like sort of an inventory. Yeah, no, that, that makes a lot of sense. Um, so um, yeah, is, is there anything else that I should have asked you? Right? Anything else that you'd like to say to people? They should try it out. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think everyone should do it once and I can totally understand also people who maybe play it and say, nah, I don't know, it was interesting but I wouldn't do it again and that's also okay. And, um, but I think everyone should try it once. And I also have the feeling that it depends very much on what kind of player you are, whether you will enjoy it or not. I think that if you're someone who's really into like puzzles and solving and maybe a bit of atmosphere, a bit of story, you will enjoy this. If you're someone who goes to escape rooms because you, you love these great sets and the high tech and the wow effect, then you might be disappointed. Uh, you'll probably be disappointed playing it live and you might be disappointed playing it online. So it depends a bit of what people like and enjoy and what their yeah, um, focus is when doing escape rooms. Um, but still, I think it's worth a try and um, I'm very excited to do more of them myself. I booked now one for tomorrow night in Amsterdam, also about it. So I'm excited to see how, um, how other people do it. Thanks so much for talking to me, Julia, and I hope you have a great day. Yeah, thanks a lot for asking all the questions and happy to contribute and let's hope a lot of people do this. And thanks for putting all this together and uh, advertising for us. That's very, very helpful and nice.